You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, we are discussing the European Super League. <laughs> We're all fans. Everybody's yeah. in support, right? It's going to be a big success. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got a good feeling about this one, all right? I need you to invest with me right now. Uh, we're also going to talk about Mourinho getting sacked uh, from Tottenham, and we got some uh, more NWSL news, uh, so a lot to discuss today. That's right. Plus, we talked to Raheem Edwards of LAFC. We talked about playing in Canada versus the U.S., the weather. Would he rather hang out with Drake or see Canada win a World Cup? And who has the best pizza in all the cities he's played in? That and more today on the Cooligans! Yo, it's me, Dave Vianich here, and I've been hanging out with the Cooligans, having a nice, and I hope you've been having a nice too. Yes, okay, this show today is feeling quite super, if you know what I'm talking about, all right? This can't, it's too big to fail. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay, (laughs) that should have been, you know, the the marketing campaign. Bro, Uh, they should have put the Super League banner on the Titanic. (laughs) I mean, it's, what are you talking about? The unsinkable Super League. Mission accomplished. (laughs) All right, hello, everybody. (laughs) Look, we can't, we haven't even even introduce ourselves and already the jokes are coming through hello everybody my name is christian polanco that's right i'm alexis fiorentino perez guerrero <laughs> we are we are the cool against we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that has ever lived right here on football sports network that's also the happens to be the European super funniest gulliest <laughs> league show that ever existed. Come get it. Okay. I'm, look, right now, Fubo is trying to get the TV contract for the Super League. We're on Bro, top of this. We are heavily invested in the Super League. So come on, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Stick with us, baby. Uh, we're excited about today's show. Yes, there's a lot of Super League to discuss, but we're also going to be joined by Raheem Edwards of LAFC. He's going to be with us uh, in just a little bit so uh yeah obviously we're gonna have a great great chat uh with him as well let's go okay um i mean look there's there's a a, a the, the past week there's been a lot of news uh even if, if you're Bruh. a soccer fan or not uh you it's it is inescapable okay you know you know when we were a kid and your mom was like yo if you don't shut up i'm turning this car right around they don't turn the car around. <laughs> you're, not going, you're not going to the theme park, folks. <laughs> they, they, they turn the car around. They say, get out of the car. And the car exploded. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so look, if you do not know for whatever reason what we're talking about. Obviously Why do you, you got... keep explaining this? If you are watching or listening to us, you know what happened. The European, uh, the, the, the Cliff Notes, uh, European Super League, uh, a, a bunch of clubs in Europe tried to start break away from their domestic leagues and start their own yearly uh, league where they're always a part of it, a, you know, a, a Champions League that they do not have to qualify for, uh, you know, and uh, and it didn't work. It didn't work very quickly. It I, fell you know apart. What? We don't know if it worked or not. All I can say is <laughs> no one liked the idea. <laughs> you you, you didn't even give it a shot. You, you know? were opening up a restaurant and you were like, hey, we're going to have... 
you know, uh, veggie-made beef jerky is all we're going to serve. <laughs> and nobody showed up. People protested. And you're like, guess what? We're selling hot dogs, baby. <laughs> the, the kid's back. What do you want? Uh, uh, so absolute madness. I mean, it really, it, in, in the middle of the night, Sunday, uh, last week, is, uh, is when the news came out. Uh, th- that all these clubs, I mean, uh, Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester Madrid, City, Barcelona, Real- Inter Milan, it, it, AC Milan, AC, AC Milan. Uh, you know, so they, a, a, a lot of these clubs, they were, uh, uh, you know, they, they put their name on the list because, you know, they, they saw this happening. They were like, you know what? I don't want to be left out of the party. Uh, so, you know, count me in. Okay. <laughs> they and, were like, I, I want to be a founding member. I think this will be a good mark on my on my club's history. <laughs> and uh, obviously supporters uh, were not happy one bit. Uh, no. It was just the supporters the, the, weren't happy. People who don't like soccer weren't happy. Because <laughs> they had to start hearing about soccer. They're like, yeah. Yeah, well, get this out of my news feed. Oh, come on. Why is this in my ESPN top 10? <laughs> uh, no, obviously, so many people were uh, were furious about this. This would, I mean, effectively change uh, European soccer. I mean, it would change world soccer. because It would have changed these, soccer all over the world. Yeah, these, brands, been... the, these teams are brands. They are huge, huge. I mean, they are publicly traded companies, uh, a few of them. Uh, this would have changed the, 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 the landscape for the sport. Uh, you know what has we, changed? Is wow. how people view Americans in the world in the sport <laughs> involved in the sport of soccer. Apparently, we're the bad guys here. All right. Damn, oh, no. we're, yo, we're colonizing your sport, dog. Damn, fam, you did it to our country. We're doing it to your sport, my G. Yo, remember when we saved y'all from Germany? Come on. And Germany little... was like, yo, we don't want any part of this, man. Germany like, was like, I don't know. Historically, this might make us look bad. Like, yo, you normally don't worry about that. <laughs> So, uh, absolutely insane. I mean, and, and you know, everybody's been watching the news uh, about what's been going on. Obviously, it's, it's it, the the Super League is not happening at least for now. But there's been a couple casualties along the way. You yeah. know, these owners, these executives, uh, they they have they're gonna have to answer for uh, this uh, this attempted coup right and there's one like of resignations the- there's people getting called there's protests in front of every stadium that was involved it's <laughs> yeah. getting wild one of the first names to drop is ed woodward from manchester united mm-hmm. who by the way everyone it's like a universal excitement even his kids are happy he quit like no one no one wanted him when no when literally not one person is supportive of like oh man hate to see him go he did so much for the club you don't not even those you don't even get damn you got nobody got your back your your assistant nobody it's hard to grasp uh, being so disliked. I mean, at, at at some point, you just have to like it, right? You have to like love being a villain. I, I don't understand, but it's the only way I keep going. <laughs> yeah, being disliked by a lot of people—that's a man. That's my whole life, bro. <laughs> uh, but he he resigned, and this was fascinating too because a few days ago, he, uh, he the the reasoning uh, that of of his resignation that he put out. Uh, was basically saying I I had to resign because I didn't like what these Manchester United owners were doing and trying to get us into the Super League. It's like, whoa, man, <laughs> bro, that's have, how you, the, that's the how you dismount. Is, 
from <laughs> you signing the Super League contract is on is on your hands. What are you he's talking got about? The John Hancock signature, the biggest <laughs> one, and he's like, I don't know what these fools were doing. That's why I had to leave. I'm with y'all. Down with Woodward. Down with Woodward, Bruh, How you leave when it's your fault and say like, I'm glad I left. You saw what they pressured me to do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute insanity. Uh, uh, you know, look, I think all these executives uh, are going to look, they have to answer for what they did because it's going to be difficult for them to just show up at games and just be like, hey, you know, great goal there, buddy. You yeah, know, yeah. people are going to not really respect them or really welcome them back into uh into their stadium so if they decide to stay with their with their clubs uh it is not going to be a good experience for them i mean at this point you got to go especially if you're with the owners they're calling they're burning effigies of the glazers they mm. want the glazers gone Cronky out is everywhere um in fact even mikel arteta was like look the players have a right to say what they want the fan damn that's your <laughs> <laughs> Even you were like, I don't know, you know. Uh, the the dude from uh, the Liverpool owner, I forgot his name, John uh, Henry. He, he apologized though. He, he yeah, he did. He did a you Ted know talk. like <laughs> literally he had he had to do a YouTube apology. He was like like uh, Logan Paul, you Bro, know. The after- slow zooming <laughs> on him. Hello, folks. I came here today to say I'm sorry, bro. He went full produced apology. Yo, man, it's it's wild, and it's it is you know it is fascinating seeing the the American. It's it's Americans apologizing. The accent upset me so much. Pretend you're British. Pretend you're British. He was like, I would have been like, cheerio, mate. Uh, It made me feel so bad. I'm like, oh, he talks like me. Also, we haven't heard from LeBron, dog. Yeah, LeBron's part owner of Liverpool. What is he? What did he have to do with this? Huh? <laughs> it, it would be fascinating to know, like LeBron led the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's like, like, "Yo, I got an idea." <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it's just absolutely fascinating. So, look, the, it, it 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 it's so uh, uh, the the drama, the gossip. I mean this this has this has made the sport. I mean, for the next couple of years, this is going to be a punchline. It's going to be a storyline. It's going to be a joke. It, it, it is every. I mean, there's going to be. I can't wait for the Netflix like feature film. Who's going to play Fiorentino? Fiorentino Perez. This got to be a sixty for sixty. Forget a thirty for thirty. I need <laughs> to see everything. I want to know who was the first person to bring this up, and I want to know who went second. You know what I mean? Who was like, I like that because yo, this is going to be. Yeah, this is good. Gerard Depardieu. I mean, they we're gonna have whatever my guy's name is. We're gonna have some serious actors. Any foreign name, just throw in there. You, Jean Renault, is he still alive? Get that dude playing in a glazer. Shave your head. You're Gianni Infantino. Do Get it. In here. Guess what? Wear this ugly mustache. You're Cronky. It's just Zac Efron in a white mustache. <laughs> Christian, I don't know if you uh, saw this. Uh, Tottenham obviously sacked Jose Mourinho, which is the only the only thing that happened during the European Super League. He's officially the only <laughs> manager to be sacked from the European Super League, which I love. It, uh, yeah, yeah, it is uh, quite the uh, honor that will be bestowed upon him. I mean, come on. First of all, if you're going to be everyone questioned why Tottenham was even in a Super League, you know, mm-hmm. and then to be the only action to happen is that you fire your manager <laughs> is pretty perfect. But I mean, this is what Mourinho does, right? He goes somewhere 
There's a lot of excitement. He ruins the career of one or two players, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? He, <laughs> he catches two bodies. He typically <laughs> wins a trophy, but in true Tottenham fashion, that didn't happen. Yeah. And then he gets sacked, fired, whatever you want to call it. But this time, I think he was his agent was pretty smart, and they put in a little bit of a, a golden parachute, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, a, I guess, a, a rumor or leaked audio about you know we knew pretty much in any scenario where uh if a manager gets uh removed they you know they have to kind of pay out their contract or uh, something along those lines there's usually some sort of uh agreement uh and apparently there's some you know depending on where he was at in the table when he got sacked would determine how much money he was going to be paid out which makes sense right like if you're gonna if you're gonna if why would you fire him if he's in the top four? But that should be like you should pay him a lot more money because he got you there. But if you're like in sixteenth well, place, wh- you're like, bruh, here's a bag of chips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get the hell out of our stadium. You know, and it's gonna be open, all right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I took some, all right. <laughs> yeah, I only left you the ones that are like half burnt out. <laughs> Just so you know. But I mean, you say that like, yeah, why would you fi- fire someone uh, in, if they're like in top four? Why did they fire? Mauricio Pochettino and brought in Jose Mourinho when they were just in Champions League, the Champions League final. The guy bro. took you to the Champions League final and you fire him? It makes a Tottenham is being a wild Tottenham. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it can... cost them 16 million pounds. 16 yeah. million pounds to fire Jose Mourinho. That's his payoff. Like, mm-hmm. dog, like, that's a pretty good midfielder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it really makes... Um, you know, again, this news about Mourinho kind of gets buried. And we if this uh, Super League stuff wasn't going on, we would be wanting to see comments from Jose. We, any interview, you know, people are now making like people. I mean, people love Jose Mourinho like as like a reality TV star <laughs> at this point. You know, they're making Mourinho fan cams. All right. Because he is uh, obviously the fodder is incredible. He's wildly entertaining, uh, especially when. His teams are losing, right? He shoots from the hip. The problem is he's shooting at his own players. You know? You know okay, I mean? this it's live ammunition, Jose. Take Stop it easy. Firing, go the other way. You know, I don't know if you heard this, but apparently after he got fired, he stuck around for four hours. Now I just have a question for you: If you were to get fired from a job and you stuck around for four hours, what do you think those four hours would be filled with? <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, breaking all the equipment. I don't know. <laughs> you, you out here destroying stuff. You're going into people's offices you don't belong in, and you're speaking your mind. Well, that's exactly what he did. The problem is he did it to his own players. Leave these guys alone. Yeah, they played for uh, you. Apparently, he told what the English call home truths, which is so quaint in English. What does that mean? I've never heard that before. I mean, he he spilled that real tea. He talked that real shit, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> he was like, you don't want, you want, y'all want to know something about Deli Ali? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Basically, is what he did. He, like, mocked the players and said, like, here's why, you know, here's why you weren't good enough to play. Yeah. And, and here's your problem, which, I mean, it's kind of, kind of classless to do that. Of but course. at the same time, wouldn't you want to hear that? Yeah. Who? Who? Who's who you? Like if you, if you were, were the player? player? <laughs> if you were a player, no, man. Wouldn't you want to hear? Like, I would love to hear. Like, if I got banned from a club, right, a comedy club, I'd love to hear. Like, here's why. 
you have too many jokes about this or no I don't it won't like be the that. Way. It, it would be you why, why did you uh, there was an old lady in a wheelchair why did you go after her so aggressively <laughs> you don't sit him in the front row if you don't want to get got i got i played by jose rules bro you walk in the need, dressing room you don't need to, you're a warrior alexis you don't need to ask because there's video evidence bro we know <laughs> i would love to know if i was a player i low-key would love first of all love to hear what, like if they sat us down, if Jose Mourinho was a producer of this show, and then he got let go from Fubo, and then he sat you and I down and started telling, I would love to hear what he's going to say about you. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, but he says anything about you, you're like, whoa, 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 slow it down. All right? <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that is the look. I, I would want a a guidance, advice, support. Right? We're we're all trying to succeed uh, together. Why isn't Jose Mourinho? Ha- you know. His his management style is I'm going to uh, t- give you the tough love and hopefully that will bring the best out of you. And maybe that did work uh, a couple years ago. He's won uh, titles in, in different countries uh, with massive clubs. But, you know, times are changing, right? The game is changing. How you manage players, you know, uh, th- there's also a, a different level of you know, some people may say it's soft, you know, or whatever, but there's a different sensitivity in the workplace that maybe his saying, management style doesn't really work anymore. Are you saying Jose Mourinho is problematic with his management <laughs> style? Okay, I'm, I'm, I know are I'm you? the first person to say it, but <laughs> as he's, it has as to be he, said. As he's uh, stabbing an image on the whiteboard of a player <laughs> to show what he would do if he could, uh, you're saying he's problematic. You know what? He is kind of like that old school manager of I'm going to break you like a horse kind of a thing. Yeah. And I think you're kind of right. I think to some degree, like that's kind of not cool anymore, but it also seems to work, right? Like yeah. he does other than Tottenham, he seems to win trophies. It worked in the past. Oh, do you and- think he's done? You think he's washed? I mean, Manchester United, I mean, wasn't super successful. He did win a trophy. Uh, he won Europa? the treble, which was like the Community Shield, the yeah, Europa, yeah, it was like <laughs> and like the Carabao he did, Cup. He did okay. But look. He won the I, terrible. I, my main question, my main question, <laughs> does Mourinho at the very least get another job in the Premier League? Do you think he's going to get another job? What if he goes to Everton? He's never going to Everton. <laughs> he's never going to. They would never. Would you be happy or would you be upset? Let's say Ancelotti leaves. He's not happy. He really wanted to upset. be a part of the Super League. Wildly upset. There's <laughs> would no, you? No. I, were Tottenham fans happy when Mourinho got there? I don't think so. They, he had a couple good games, and that's about it. Here's why I guarantee you uh, Mourinho still gets a top-flight job. I don't know if it's in the Premier League. He might go to. He might go back to Brazil, um, to uh, Portugal. He might go to Spain. I guarantee you he gets a big, big top-flight job. Because he brings ad money. Like, people pay attention to your club more. Maybe. More people talked about Tottenham with him there than they did without him. Okay. They should start selling Mourinho kits. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sells, uh, baby. M- Mourinho to MLS. Let's go. Make it happen. Oh. All right? We need Let's it. Go. Let's go. Look out, uh, w- Vancouver Whitecaps. <laughs> Here comes Mourinho. <laughs> All right, let's talk about NWSL. Uh, the Challenge Cup has been going on. Uh, it's been wildly entertaining. There's been some crazy uh, games. Uh, it's uh, been so much fun. Not as much fanfare as the last Challenge Cup because we're not all locked in our homes, you know, mm-hmm. with tanks driving around, spraying insecticide <laughs> or whatever was happening. But, uh, yeah, it's still so much fun. I mean, it's a great competition format. I love the Challenge Cup. Yeah, and uh, just a couple uh, big matches, right? Um, uh, just recently, uh, the North Carolina Courage, 
uh, took on Gotham FC. And uh, and if you don't know, North Carolina Courage were like perennial champs. They were like the Real Madrid yeah. of NWSL. Yeah, and now um, I, I think especially since since Crystal Dunn left and went to uh, Portland Thorns, and now you look at the Portland Thorns, and they're doing great. I wonder yeah. what, <laughs> what happened oh, there. Oh, wow. It uh, <laughs> seems like if you don't have Dunn, you done. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so that, I think that's the biggest surprise. Uh, as, you know, even though uh, Crystal Dunn uh, was, uh, you know, played uh, as an attacker uh, as opposed to, uh, to a, de- a defender, um, you, which you plays for the U.S. Women's National Team, the, the, I, I, I'm just surprised to see – the North Carolina Courage give up four goals in a game, right? You're not, you're not like regularly used to seeing that. They were actually, you know, usually much more, uh, uh, you know, consistent when it came to yeah. uh, the defensive. Uh, and also uh, in the back of your head, you're just like, well, they let them have that many goals, right? Because it's North Carolina <laughs> Courage. No, you're like, they just want to score more. <laughs> but props to to Gotham, right? Because I think the 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 rebrand you know it has changed i think more than just the it's not just a logo you know what i mean there's a they're playing with a different confidence a different energy the new uh, kit is a performance enhancement <laughs> apparently because it's a different it's a different energy all around and there's also something about it where remember sky blue didn't have a like a, a city or state attached to it yeah doesn't it feel like this team plays a little jersey in New York now? There's a little <laughs> grittiness, right? There's like a little, like, yeah, out of my way. You know what I mean? Like, you get what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's it, it's a bacon, egg, and cheese before the game. It is. Uh, uh, it feels very di- Timberlandish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all love it. Okay, the <laughs> I, so let's let's uh, take a quick look at the the current standings in the NWSL the, the east uh, and west division i mean in first place Gotham FC is in and i don't think a lot of people expected this or uh, uh you know big wins yeah but they're big wins right um uh, against orlando and and against the courage is a really huge result and also in in the west the uh, the portland thorns have already qualified for yeah. the the challenge cup final uh, they're all so- on vacation that's how good they played <laughs> in those first three matches three wins well, i want to point out though in second place is houston dash with two draws yo how trash is group b yo? <laughs> two draws get you in second place no it's i think the surprise here is the the dash you know especially after winning the challenge cup it, it is a, a a surprise that they i don't think they scored a goal yet my I, I could be wrong about that as you know by the time this airs they probably have already um but they they just really haven't looked uh very good i mean there there isn't that that same uh excitement and energy energy in in the attack that was uh that was present uh last season so it's it's I kind of frustrating because I think they kind of were were hoping to repeat uh, as champs again because they kind of were like that Golden State Warrior Splash Brother kind of thing. Like yeah. they were just banging in goals during the last Champs Cup. And to your point, their next match is on Monday, so no, uh, they have not scored. There was zero uh, zero zero draw with Chicago Red Stars and a zero zero draw with uh, OL Rain. So. No goals, bro. No, no shake okay, room we, celebrations. I'll be, you know, I'll be honest. I watch soccer for the goals. I want some goals from the dash, all right? Like, is that, is that it maybe it might just be me? I don't know. But, you know, I think the guy who puts the nets up or the lady who puts the nets up might be saying the same thing. Like, I'm doing this for a reason. Like, I, I don't suggest one of y'all trying to hit the back of his joint. I don't even need to bother. <laughs> Let's take the goals down. I mean, why am I pulling them out? You know? Uh, so, no, uh, obviously, uh, keep watching the Challenge Cup. I mean, the, the very, very entertaining games. Uh, uh, and so, a lot to look Mitch forward to. Mitch Purse. 
calm down, yo. <laughs> you burning everybody. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Very, very much so. Uh, and uh, again, we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, Raheem Edwards of LAFC will be joining us. Uh, so just come right back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I just want to bring in with a word from one of our sponsors, us, and you, you guys being Gully Squad. And you know what? Maybe I keep saying you. Maybe you're listening to this and you're not a member of Gully Squad and you're wondering why. Well, I've given you amazing, uh, you know, reasons why I've told you the Slack channel is absolutely amazing. Here's another reason why I think Gully Squad is absolutely incredible and why you should join is because whenever we have guests and we've had everything from World Cup winners to MLS, Premier League, NWSL, Legends of the Game, we've had incredible, incredible players on our show, incredible guests from comedians like Roy Wood Jr of the daily show incredible guest the only people who get to ask them questions besides christian and i are gully squad gully squad finds out early who our guests are and they get the chance to put those questions in the slack those are the only other questions we ever ask if you want to be one of those folks if you want to join the amazing slack channel if you want to get to become a part of this community if you want to start you know uh cooperating with some of the gulliest kit the kit that they're making for themselves if you want to drop some knowledge in the coffee or the beer and wine liquor section or the food porn section all that you got to join gully squad most importantly if you also want to ask questions of our guests you either got to become a cooligan which is impossible right unless you, you're funnier than christian then try out let me know or you got to join gully squad and join that slack community so if you want to do that just go to shouts to us.com again that's shouts to us.com or you can simply go to soccer cooligans.com slash gully squad in fact if you go to soccer cooligans.com it's our website we worked really hard on it we think it's really nice and all over the place you'll find buttons to join gully squad so do it today I Christian, our guest is finally here. Uh, yes. This is this is incredible, right? Uh, very much so. Yeah, we've uh, we we've had uh, you know we had our first ever LAFC player on uh, Tristan Blackman just a couple weeks ago, uh, and now we're getting the, the entire rosters coming through. The whole thing. We're going one by one, you know. And they said, <laughs> "Who you want next?" And I said, "We want Raheem." Okay. Uh, this dude. I remember when this dude first came out for Toronto. I was like, "Oh, okay." They balling yeah. up there, you know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they in the Great White North. They had uh, <laughs> it was balling like this. Uh, now he is with uh, LAFC, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Raheem Edwards. Everybody, what's good, man? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Just here enjoying the LA sunshine, waiting <laughs> for the Great White North. Is enjoying the weather. Actually, yeah, let me you ask know- you about that real quick because I saw you posted something on your Twitter. You, I don't even know what it was. But someone came at you hard. The next response was like, we get it. You're American now. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was my, that was actually, that's the funny thing. That was actually my girlfriend making a little joke at me. Ah. Like, card, right? So I was joking around with her. And my son is actually from, from the United States. So I joke around with her like, yeah, we're American. You're Canadian. Yeah, we have no need for you. That's it. You're uh, done with the free health care now. You're yeah, like, no, we American. <laughs> Come get I, your cheap I, I cell phone to... service. <laughs> it's the best. American it's... cell phone companies are the best, man. <laughs> yeah, let uh, you know you uh, obviously from uh, from Toronto uh, and and played for uh, several clubs uh, in MLS already. Some you know you played for Montreal, you played uh, Chicago, uh, Minnesota. Uh, the you know you're used to cold cities, yeah, right. And now that you're in California, it, it does feel this is the problem with in, in LA, especially. There is a, a little bit of a feeling of like um, this this isn't right, this isn't fair that like, we have. Is it like this all year round? It's just not fair. 
I'll be I'll be driving on the highway and then after I'll just be looking at the scenery and it's like this is not real. <laughs> It looks like I, it looks like I'm in a simulated game. Like it's like the mountains and the, uh, the houses on the hills. I was I'm just driving. I'm like God, this place is amazing. Like I, I can just almost even stuff. Like this place is too good. Like it's amazing, man. LA's 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 for the me. first. The first time I took that drive from LA to San Diego, I almost got in a car accident because I spent the whole time looking there. out the window. Yeah, I'm just, there looking, I'm just there looking like, oh, hit the brakes. Like it's amazing. I know. Dude, my wife. Wifey fell asleep and I woke her up. I'm like, you need to see this. We're driving through a postcard right now. <laughs> this ain't real. <laughs> Especially like around like 7 p.m. evening time when it's like, it, yeah. like the sun's starting to set and you just see all the hills on the hills and mount. Like it, it really doesn't look real to me. Like it's just, it makes you want to wear linen. Every day right? I'm in awe. Every day I'm in awe. Every day. Every day. Makes you want to wear like linen and drink wine. You know, so about this <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Raheem's even the your jacket now, the fabric looking soft. Listen, right? listen. Yeah. So it was. It was. It was. I'm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm Cal. I'm, I'm Celsius. I'm not Fahrenheit, so I might. It might sound weird to you guys, but it was seventy. It was supposed to be seventeen degrees Celsius all day today, cloudy. But every time I trade, after after I trade. Doesn't matter. It goes to twenty five degrees, sunny as hell. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes I dress like, okay, it's gonna be cold after training. Now, now I'm here. So yeah, yeah. Nice, but, you know. <laughs> so it's so funny. Our producers I hear that told I... us that sixty. You're so Canadian that that's hot for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I You're hear, like sixty. Should I be out here in a speedo? I mean, I hear seventeen. <laughs> I hear 17 degrees Celsius. I'm like, is that the inside of a volcano? I don't know how hot that is. <laughs> we don't know what Celsius means. Yeah, We're like, yo, yeah, either Celsius you mad cold or someone's melting steel. I, what's happening at 17? <laughs> you, know, you know, the funny thing is, just yesterday, where I'm from, Toronto, they they, they got snow. Like, there's literally right? legit snow on the ground. So it's just like, it's mind-blowing. Like, thinking, like, I was there a month ago, two months ago, and it's like, it was getting nice, but now it's snowing. Like that's Canada for you. Like you get all weather throughout, <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole year. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we went there for uh, the the MLS Cups that in the, in the recent years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the first time it was, was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Uh, when we were there. Yeah. Yeah, and we we uh, we were we got it was the first time we, we ever got press credentials. And while we were there, we were like, "All right, we'll be inside the the box." Bro, and we with dressed the press, nice. We you dressed comfortable, we nice, and classy as two comedians could go. <laughs> uh, okay, they and then go and then we the get exit. there. We're outside. The, we're in the we're in the top seats. We're in the top <laughs> seats. We're outdoors. I mean, it is uh, it is under twenty degrees Fahrenheit. I yeah, don't know why. Boots and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, no. No, they was, must have thought. Man, these two people in the press box are really excited because we were hugging. We were trying to warn each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, absolutely free. I, I do want to talk about be, being from Toronto. We've had uh, uh, obviously a, a couple players, uh, just Canadian players, yeah. and there is a especially uh, the, the the Toronto area. You know, we always see, especially like Brampton, right? And, yeah, and, and right. Mississauga, right? Miss- That's where you from, Mississauga, yeah. I know the nickname but, is Saga, right? Yeah, Saga. Saga is the nickname. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but th- there seems to be a, a a real culture, a real identity. I think that the people want to represent, uh, you know, Canadian soccer and and and, and Toronto uh, soccer. What does that mean to you? You know, and, and getting making it to MLS and and, and playing across the country. Uh, yeah. What what is it? You know, what does it represent to you to even also you know play in the states as well? 
No, yeah, obviously, being from Toronto, um, I could tell you from point by period, kids just want to be a part of MLS. Now, I remember me growing up back when I was like 10, 11, we didn't have teams like Toronto FC to look forward to and, and you know, be like, hey, there's a team in my city that's playing professional soccer. I grew up, obviously, in the Premier League era, Arsenal, the Men United, the Men Cities. So, so now, knowing that I'm a player from Toronto that's playing professionally and also there's obviously that the league is where it's at now. I have to be a good example for kids coming up in my area to like say, Hey, look, this is Ricky Edwards. This is the rep, the, the path he took, the way he carries himself. So I always have to be on a hundred. So for me, just pride to be from Toronto and, and, and be playing because I know there's so many Canadians my age, younger than me, that would be dying to be playing in the MLS, traveling and, and you know, experiencing the world the way I do through soccer. So yeah. it's amazing. Now, um, we're both from New York. We're massive Knicks fans. I'm a massive Knicks fan. Knicks are a kid on Right, yo, we, we balling, baby. I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I love it. We're like in, we're like in fifth uh, place, and everybody's like, yo, y'all are killing it. Just do it right now. You were telling me before the season started, you thought you guys would be in fifth place with no chance. Not no. even close. Dude, <laughs> I'll give you some insight. I do a joke on stage right when we started getting back on stage after like the COVID lockdowns. I have a Knicks mask. I used to say I would wear a Knicks mask because you can't catch shit with a Knicks mask. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I said it's called COVID-19, not COVID-19 draft pick. Like, that was my <laughs> that was my bit. But I can't say no more because we balling. But You're there's balling. a kid on the team named RJ Barrett who's from Canada. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking yeah. to someone. I was like, when did Canada start balling? And my buddy who's from Toronto said, yeah. yo, when Vince Carter showed up to the Raptors, oh, it, yeah. made kids, yeah. it made kids want to play. Yeah, culture shit. Well, for you, do you think that's true? Do you think that made a difference? One player made that big of a difference where now it seems like there's an entire generation of exactly. Canadian ballers. Exactly. But for us back in the day, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the line and, and, you know, discredit anyone. But I think back in the day, there was guys that you obviously looked up to. Dwayne Di Rosario, even Atiba. Yeah. Atiba's still going strong right now playing Atiba. You also got Julian de Guzman, Jonathan de Guzman, which is actually, he's actually Canadian, not from the Dutch, but... But guys like guys like that, like that, those are the guys that we looked up to as well too. So now it seems like there's a whole influx of young players. There's you could pick one from the corner. Obviously, as you heard, Brampton, Brampton's producing a lot of young talent. Um, this the, the general Toronto area is producing a lot of talent. So there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of competition, and it's really good for the for the city, the the country, and this MLS soccer in general. So what yeah, do you think I, watching someone like Alfonso Davies, right, at that level? Yeah, now Alfonso, Alfonso, Alfonso's now the the head, the head of what all these Canadian kids look, look after. Like, he's a yeah. – he won the Champions League. He was arguably the left, the best left back during that year. So that's, that's, that's amazing for me, for, for kids to look and see this kid, this guy's Canadian. He's not from Europe. He's not from yeah. this part. He's Canadian, and he's killing it. So, so that's – for me, that's just the best part about it. That God, kids can look up now and look at the, the, the guys like Alfonso and be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm from the same area as this guy, so it's good." It's great because there is a uh, you know being to, to see a, a, a Canadian. Even just like in that conversation, best exactly. left back in the exactly. world, Crazy. raising Champions Crazy. League. Yeah. Uh, also Crazy. crushing it on TikTok. The dude does, the, does media. I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a little bit older, so I'm not really. I know, I know, I know how Alfonso is. Yeah. So he's probably killing it on the TikTok. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you got to obviously um, uh, make your debut after LAFC and uh, in the MLS season uh, ju just began. The uh, the experience there, it, it's, I, I want to talk, I want to go through your career uh, a, a little bit because you're a young dude and you've gotten to, you got a lot of experience yeah. and, and played for a, a couple teams. Yeah. Is that a, a feeling of, you know, sometimes it, like we had Kai Kamara on who's played for a lot of teams oh, yeah. as well. And, and he, there's, there's, there, there's that bit of a feeling of like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to be settled in one place but For then sure. it's also nice that all these you know gms want me yeah uh, exactly. so yeah. how's that balance for you yeah it's this, it's this finding the silver line like obviously it, it's player preference some players would obviously want to settle down and be somewhere for three four three five years it also depends on the player does the player have family does he is he by himself yeah but for me honestly i'm um It's been an like, incredible experience to be in different organizations, different cities, seeing a lot of different stuff. It's a, it's a cultural shock, like, honestly, to, for going from even state to state, like Minnesota to Chicago is like maybe what a state aside. And just seeing this being there and, it's every, and taking everything in is just, it's really, really cool, you know? So, so I'm pretty much global, stateside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you're. A, I know you're a Toronto guy, but you also played in Montreal. Montreal is my second favorite city in the world. Oh, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. But those are also pretty big rivals. Like, did oh, is yeah. there is there even a cultural shock for you, someone from Toronto going and playing in Montreal? Because it's such a different city than anywhere else in North America. Yeah, it's different. The city's different in the sense that it gives you a European vibe, huh? Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it gives you the European vibe. But yeah, the 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 feud between not just Toronto and Montreal is just Ontario and Quebec, which is the proxies, <laughs> yeah. which are for you guys the states. It's yeah. just like we don't really usually get along with each other. So me going there, it was it was no, it was it wasn't really caught, like anything culturally shocking or anything like that. But obviously they speak a lot of French and whatnot. But it's Montreal is a very nice city. I tell people every time I went, I enjoyed my time since when I went there. It was phenomenal. Like Montreal is a really really good city. A really good city. How, how, but how do the fans embrace you knowing yeah. that you come yeah, from they, Toronto? They What's, what was that like? They made jokes. They made jokes for sure. Especially, <laughs> yeah. They teased me a bit, but it was it, it was it was all in, in, in fair sport. So so it was good. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, was there that a little added, you know, sort of umph when you played against uh, Toronto? You're like, I want to score against this team because most people may not even realize you came up through Toronto FC two and got yeah. signed to the top tier. So like, yeah. that's like your club, right? You came yeah. up through the ranks, and all of a sudden yeah. you're playing against them. Did you like, I'm on a ball out? Let them know what they miss. Oh yeah, right now. for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gives you a little bit extra extra motivation, even being the four one derby too. But like playing against your old team, especially a team that you've been. Where it basically grew you up to be who you are in the professional in the professional yeah, world yeah. in terms of so in soccer, but yeah, those games get me fired up. I don't I don't need no motivation. Okay, when you're uh, playing Toronto, you listen to Drake or you listen to like Pressa, <laughs> somebody like that. You go uh, you going real I'm low key Toronto. Place. I'm all over the place. I, I like to let you know Pressa. That, that, that's cool points for me for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when we're uh, we're on the road, Alexis he puts these Canadian rappers. I'm like, where are you what? getting these playlists, bro? <laughs> no, I don't I even like, know. <laughs> I got hooked on these two dudes, uh, K Money and Casper. Yeah, K Money brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I was like, yo, they drop us some fire music, and then they went to jail. And the music stops. The Toronto music scene is really, really, really good, man. You have a lot of good rappers, a lot of good artists. Just like the Toronto soccer, soccer, soccer area too. Like a lot of people don't know until they get to Toronto and they see our academies and our players. Like everywhere that I've been so far, they they always ask about our academies, saying like. Oh, Toronto's, Toronto's Academy is very, very good. I'm like, yeah, man, there's a lot of always here in Canada that like is kind of under the radar, our Academy, but our Academy is very, very good. 
Toronto's, yeah. Where do you yeah. play, though? I mean, half the year you're covered in snow. Where are you playing? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of indoor. It's a lot of indoor. Like, it, I would say in terms of states, what, like, weather-wise, which is really close to us, is, is Chicago and, and Minnesota. So, like, from anywhere from May to the ending of September, it would be really, really nice. Like, nice weather. It's like New York. You got it from yeah, like yeah. New York. So, my, after, after September is when it starts getting cold, and that's, like, we have our indoor league for what two, three months, and then after we transition over to the outdoor. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. tough. It's tough to find space and places to play and stuff like that. Even off season as a professional player, it's cold, right? So gotta find out ways to play. We also, real quick, we, we also heard that you were a, a big fan of, of DMX, uh, the late uh, DMX as well. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Th- this is obviously is very tragic and sad. A lot of us grew Absolutely. up listening to DMX, but why, you know, how did you feel when uh, when that happened? No, it was, yeah, it was, it was um, I, I heard it obviously through Twitter, through media, with, with him being yeah. on my support. Obviously, I was praying that, that it didn't happen. Once I found out, it was just like, it was more of a thank you, like an appreciative thank you for, for being who he, who he is. He was always true to himself, DMX, and he was always himself no matter what circumstances or what ever came his way. So, like, the authenticity of DMX is just, is what made me, like, you know, gravitate right. from before. So, like, made his soul recipes, obviously. How big uh-huh. a fan were you? Because I remember when I was young and, like, Rough Riders Anthem came out, I was trying to pop wheelies on my bicycle. No. It hurt my back. Same, thing, same I always wanted the Rough Rider jacket, like the, the biker jacket with the, the R at the back. Of Money Rohim, right? With the R. With the R. <laughs> fine. I might even get it now. It's sick. It's sick. Just, yeah. But you want to sweat in L.A., get that. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was a, yeah, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking I'm in LA. I'm thinking I'm in LA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, save it for the winter in LA. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, on. <laughs> for yeah. that one day where it's cold. Dude, I remember I was, uh, there's a high school in Newark that there were the Rough Riders, but like Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. So it's spelled R O U G H. And as soon as Rough Riders Anthem came out, somebody spray painted over it and spelled it like R U F F R Y E. I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, yo, we made a change, yo. Also, we were talking about uh, Toronto a little bit, but you did get a chance to win an MLS Cup while, while you were uh, with Toronto FC. The. Uh, I know, you know, especially getting to play for for several clubs. I know, you know, this is clearly the the trophy everyone wants to win and yeah. and get there. But yeah. to one, get the opportunity to win it at a young age, it, it is, uh, you know, it, it, I feel like there's almost a little bit of you can you can tell stories to like you got to tell other even older players you gotta be like, look this is what you got to do to get there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> you're already like <laughs> this is oh, you're trying to win before you retire. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but what is that? The I mean, obviously everybody has that motivation uh, yeah. uh, to get there. But what what experience do you do you bring? Uh, you know, even to LAFC or to any club that that you have already got to, you know got to win that trophy. Yeah, just uh, the, I, I I think like a lot. I get asked this question a lot. I, I tell people like. The standard, the standard of the team, not just me. It's the standard of the team and, and how we're supposed to be as a team and how we're, our mentality and stuff like that. I, I got so much, so much mental training and, and, and stability from Toronto FC. So I know what it takes to win and to be a winner and, and what we need to do, change the mentality or anything like that. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I think this mentality of, of the way we train, play and our thought process and, and how we, you know, develop with each other. I think that's what I could bring. That's what I, I, I learned from winning the MLS Cup. 
and I know Bob Bradley, yeah. you know, hammers that home without a doubt. <laughs> Actually, you've played for two very legendarily yeah. intense uh, coaches. Yeah. Greg Vanny was intense, and Bob Bradley's intense. Who's yeah. the most intense? <laughs> Definitely Bob, but Bob in a great way. It's not like an, an intense where it's intimidating. It's intense in a way that gets you going. So I think Bob is yeah. really, really, really good at that. He knows when to split the switch and, and, and whatnot. So I think, yeah, Bob is, Bob is really intent, but in a very, very good way. And we know what? that people in Toronto are nice, right? We, we've we've yeah. heard that people <laughs> in Canada nice. have manners. Yeah. I'm born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. Bob Bradley is from Jersey. Jersey people, we carry ourselves a little differently. Sometimes yeah, no, we say no. the nicest sure. things we say sound aggressive. Have you noticed that about Bob? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> 100%, 100%. But I'm the same way too. So that's why I can gravitate towards him. And that's why I get along with him so much. But Bob is a great guy. There, there's, there, I can't really say anything bad about Bob. Bob is just, he's a guy that loves soccer. He's always into it. Like even when, even when, we're gone, and when I know he's still on soccer, he's just like his, just like his son, Mike too. Mike is they live in yeah. soccer, man. It's 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 great. It's great to be around for sure. I I, I do want to ask very quickly. Uh, I want to ask very quickly about the 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 the, the, the opening game, uh, obviously against uh, Austin FC. There was a, a very controversial decision or mistake. Bob Bradley did accept responsibility for for subbing out uh, Carlos Vela. Uh, yep. It was a it was a strange thing. You're not used to uh, seeing that. There was some miscommunication. But what did what did the the what did everyone think? I mean, <laughs> it was just a strange thing. So I, obviously, I don't know their situation about how it went about. So I can't speak on that. Yeah. I can speak on what I see. I, I just know, I thought he was injured, to be fair. I thought yeah. Carlos was injured. And after I seen uh, Poku, um, Mahalo, as they call him, come on. And after I seen Bello started walking, like he looked like kind of confused. I was like, what's going on here? So I guess, <laughs> I guess it was just a, a miscommunication. I just thought Bello was actually injured. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so it's so weird because we're watching and we're like Bob is going. I thought he was going to turn red. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean even he had to do the the interview during the game and he's like, oh, I made a mistake. I, you just it was just yeah, that's, a, that's the type of guy Bob is. If Bob Bob will yeah. take all credit. If he messes up, he'd be the first one to say. It. So that's what that's what I love about him, man. The, the accountability on his part is incredible, incredible. I gotta okay. ask because we were looking at your social media. And I we're seeing that you're starting to get into some uh, J1s. You're getting some 1s, some Jordans. You really yeah. get any of the SB game, right? Your no, Nike oh, yeah, game I'm, is... yeah, I'm heavy in the SB game. I'm heavy in the SB All right. So <laughs> I got a question, right? You a Toronto dude, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say Drake says you could go on tour with him, right? Mm -hmm. And you get his Nike connects. You get any Nike you ever no. want, pre-release, no. pull up. Or... I know you're going to ask. I know you're going to ask. No chance. Or... Or... I can't give them up. I can't. Or Canada wins a World Cup. Which one do you pick? <laughs> and you're on the team. And you score the winning goal. You're not done. Which one? Oh, come on. I have to win the World Cup. I have to win the World Cup. I have really? To. If I wasn't playing, uh, <laughs> you'd be like, y'all tried yeah. the best. Yo, but I'm not yeah. here hey, for next year. So, hey, no. <laughs> I can't hear you over all these flexing ass jaws I got. <laughs> no, nah, but for, oh, sure, for, sure, for sure, Canada winning the, winning the World Cup. That would, be, that would be a day and a half. That, yeah, if that happens, I'm not saying it can't. It definitely can happen. We have we have the confidence now. Uh, our team our team is shaping up nicely now. Talent's starting to come out of Canada. Not even for this cycle, the next two three cycles. I think Canada will be really really strong. So yeah. 
Okay. All right. Uh, we had a we have a couple questions from uh, our fans, our support. We have a supporters group called Gully Squad. We you know keep keep it gully. Let's go. All right. All right. That's what we do. So, so we <laughs> had a question. Uh, Alexis, he is a pizza expert, and uh, Justin Friedberg, uh, he asked this question. He's a Philadelphia Union fan. He said, "What city that you've played in has the oh, best pizza?" Yeah. Um, this is tough. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an uh, answer like this. So, in terms of general state. Okay. Chicago by far. There's there's no debate for me. Okay. New York is good too, but I haven't really bathed myself in New York. You didn't play in New York. It's just the cities you've played in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's fair. The best pizza I've had was in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good times? place. Is it, it called Good Times? Place. No, it's called uh Baludo. Baludo. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know that if, one. If you're from if you're if you're from if you're from if you're from the uh, Minnesota area and you want to try pizza, go to Baludos. It, it'll change your life. It's Argentinian. It's Argentinian. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh okay, Plus, yeah. <laughs> Baludos also oh like a uh, like a slang. Yeah, right? it's a slang. <laughs> like donkey that you're, donkey yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's a cool yeah, little shop. We yes. didn't know Raheem was so international. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin Freeberg also wants to know. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, Dimitri, who's a massive. Montreal fan, and he wants to know, and I guess answer this in the best way you can without getting in trouble. Uh, yeah. Why do you think it didn't work out for you exactly in Montreal? Um, I think I think I would say difference of of um, of tactics and and the way I was being used. I feel like so I think I feel like the way I was being used wasn't as it was as obviously it was a different change from Toronto, so I had to yeah. get used to that. So I think it was more that. And after they've seen their, they've seen an opportunity to, to to move to move me on and give me a fresh start somewhere else where I could probably be utilized more. So I think it was just that it wasn't anything crazy or, or stuff like that. So, I, but for the fact, I love Montreal. I love the city of Montreal. I love yeah, Montreal. Yeah. You know, I'm from Ontario. I love Montreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it's also even when I'm watching you, uh, especially we we're watching you a lot. Uh, your early years in, especially in Toronto, I'm like, you, yeah. you're a. a, a you're, a creative player, a great on the ball, and it's just it, when I, I like seeing Raheem Edwards highlights. That's all. So I'm I'm always yeah, yeah, pulling yeah. for you, dude. I'm gonna try, uh, yeah, I'm it, try to make some more, man. I'm yeah, more it's interesting too because you I, I forgot which you when you were traded. Yeah, uh, for like four, it was uh to, to Chicago. Chicago. Uh, four hundred thousand in Tam. That's. That was big. That, that was yeah, big that's big money. money. That's big that was, less yeah, money. That's good money. Okay. The uh, anything else? Oh, and then we just had a uh, Nicole Hack. Uh, she, she's a big oh, Chicago fire. Yeah, Nicole. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a. She's uh, t- taking a photo with you that she sent to us as well, which is cool. Uh, but she said, uh, "What opportunities are you looking for with LAFC that you may have not had with uh, other teams?" And she and she mentions again that you were very much appreciated in Chicago. Yeah. No. No. I, yeah. I feel the love. Chicago. Chicago, for me, that's where my son was born. I'm in love with the city of Chicago. I love. I'm, I always hope the best for Chicago. Chicago Fire fans and, and everything like that. But um, being here in LAFC now, I think me being, I'm going to be utilized more as an attack, like as an attacking piece, attacking threat. So here is going to be more switching my mentality and, and how I think about the game. Bob has already been instilling me to be mentally engaged and whatnot. So they're going to push me hard and they're going to. They're gonna make sure that I'm I'm focused and I'm ready to to go at all times. All right, awesome. 
Okay. Uh, Raheem Edwards, dude, thank you so much for joining us today, man. This has been um, absolutely no, it's awesome. Been fun, guys. Honestly, it's been I really appreciate fun. it. Okay. Did you think we were going to drop a Pressa reference? <laughs> <on this>? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, the, that's, the, that's the surprise of the day. Like, that's crazy. Anything yeah. could happen here, okay? We yeah. do our homework. All right? Right. Uh, we dig uh, it in the crates, my G. <laughs> uh, Raheem, is there anything you want to let people know about before we sign off? Uh, no, you can just follow me on my socials. My name is Raheem R-V with a V-H-E-M. And after, I don't know if it's, it's an underscore. Yeah, it's underscore. It's yeah. underscore. I don't even know my socials, but yeah, there it is. You follow <laughs> me on Twitter, Instagram, and yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, ch- uh, check him out. Obviously, watch him at uh, LAFC week in and week out. Uh, okay. So let us do uh, uh, just another reminder as well. Follow at Soccer Cooling. It's on all social platforms. Follow at Fubo Sports and subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube channel for full episodes of the show. Uh, okay. Let's do uh, a couple other pieces of business. We have to do our Golasso gift. Uh, we got to, uh, you know, you know, you know, everybody, you know, you may, you can speak, you cannot speak, you can do whatever you want. How are you celebrating a goal on this show? Alexis, do you you want to give him a scenario right, here's a with. scenario you get called you get subbed in in the in the 90th minute right yeah. uh and you score a goal that wins canada the gold cup <laughs> right you've got your girls in the audience your kids in the audience <laughs> and it just so happened that drake just put on the, the, the tv right when you did that how are you celebrating what's your gif that's my gif ah uh... That's a tough one, man. I'm I'm kind of wild. Like if I, I like if I scored a 90th minute and we won a, a cup, yeah, I'm, I think the shirt is coming off, <laughs> and the and the shorts are coming off too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Fubo to animate that with a blur? <laughs> the shorts and the shirt is coming off. All you're gonna see me is in my underwear and my my socks, man. And I'm gonna go nuts. I'm gonna go and nuts. that and that GPS joint, yeah, the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look like Brandy Chastain out there. Dude, when you <laughs> <get> the <shirt. laughs> no, you guys are All right, perfect. <laughs> uh, Raheem, dude, thank you so much uh, uh, for doing this, man. We really appreciate it. No, uh, I absolutely cry. Best of luck this season uh, with LAFC. Uh, all right, let us end the show the way we normally do, as is tradition. So for Raheem Edwards, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cool <laughs>